0: Aaron Rodgers for president, that is all. So it's a third podcast in just within a week. And today is going to be a repost. You can go to the YouTube channel, look for Maximize Your Medicare under search And what you'll find is my channel up there. There are a few videos, and this one is about disability and Medicare. What happens when you qualify for Medicare before the age of 65. If you qualify for Social Security Disability Benefits, after 24 months, you are automatically enrolled in Medicare Part A and B. However, there are certain things that people need to keep in mind, and that's the focus of the video please go to the youtube channel you can listen to the audio here but go up to the youtube channel subscribe to the channel there will be youtube specific presentations youtube specific videos which will not appear here on this podcast as always today is not financial advice i need to know a lot more about you in order to give you a specific recommendation Be sure to sign up to the free Maximize Your Medicare newsletter. You can subscribe at www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. All of the administrative out of the way, we begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So I got asked to speak in front of the State Bar of Michigan, the Elder Law and Disability section, which is basically the subsection of specialists dealing with elder law matters as well as disability matters. And it occurred to me that, you know, many people don't have the resources or don't know where to begin to ask when it comes to Social Security Disability as well as Medi- and its interaction with Medicare. So I've written the book that was on the first slide. You know, this is me. This is some of the things about my background. You know, I've spoken about Medicare matters, uh, not only to the State Bar of Michigan, but also in public. You can see, you know, quotes here and there on national press, on the internet, uh, if you do a search after the video. The most important thing is today's not financial advice. I'm qualified to give financial advice, not here. Uh, You're not gonna hear the names of carriers, et cetera, et cetera even though I have license to do so. For that, I'll need to have a lot more specific information about your individual case. Now that all said, there are some general things to keep in mind when you are dealing with disability and it's linked to Medicare. For those of you who are disabled or know someone who is disabled, you'll understand that Social Security disability insurance is quite a difficult matter. It usually has the reason for having a disability attorney in many instances, if you drive around on the highway, you don't have to drive for very long until you see a billboard which says Social Security Disability Attorney. Now, the reason for that is there are usually hearings, you've gotta post evidence, there can be a rejection, you have to appeal, there's a fair amount of time that can occur from the time that you become disabled, unable to work, and are approved for Social Security Disability Insurance benefits. Now that all said, if you are deemed eligible for Social Security Disability, SSDI, then that means that after 24 months, you become Medicare eligible. And that is a very important aspect of SSDI. Now, what's most important here is that in many instances, due to the time delay, you can receive a lump sum payment. Now, that payment, the timing of that payment is not is not the beginning of the calculation period for this 24 month waiting period until you qualify for Medicare. And the reason that becomes important is because When you first become eligible for Medicare, it's important to understand what your rights, your options, and late enrollment penalties that can be involved. So let's just take a simple example. Let's just say you were actually physically disabled in March of 2017. You apply for SSDI and get rejected or due to the delay in the process. You don't receive any money until August of 2018 well your Medicare eligibility date does not start in August or in August 28, 2018 that is not when the time clock has started the time clock should be starting at in March of 2017 when you originally became disabled that means that your Medicare eligibility date becomes April 2019 not september 2020 as you can see by this slide here okay so you start counting this 24 months from march of 2017 and that becomes important and here's an example here as we continue on your part a and part b effective date then become april 2019 and this icep is one of these medicare pieces of jargon initial coverage election period you need to understand that if your effective date for Medicare is actually April 2019, you have then a three-month time period in which to enroll, which you can freely enroll in either a Medicare Advantage plan or a Part D plan, or a met- and a Medigap plan, and Medigap will depend on the state where you live, we will get into that as we go on. The important thing here is that if you let this time period elapse, meaning July 31st, 2019 in this example, then the late enrollment penalty, the Part D late enrollment penalty will begin. And that will never ex- expire throughout your lifetime. So let's just take a look here. It gets worse in the sense that let's just say you allow July 31st, 2019 to pass. And you, for whatever reason, you didn't know about this or you let that time period pass. Well, then what ends up happening is now that the late enrollment penalty period has begun. Tick, 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 tick. tick. And it's gonna run August, September, October, November, December, five months. Now you can rectify this situation beginning on October 15th, right? Which is when the annual election period, election period will begin. And that runs every year, October 15th through December 7th. But even then, the plan, your prescription plan would not start until January of 2020 so that means that five months will have passed now can there be financial assistance towards part d premium yes that's possible it's called extra help if you go to maximizeyourmedicare.com, which is the website for my book we have links there on how to apply to the federal program called extra help is there financial assistance for part b premium that will depend on your state you'd have to apply directly to your state and the reality is the anecdotal evidence isn't very good meaning that what happens is your level of ssdi social security disability insurance benefits that's usually too high to qualify you for the financial assistance for part b that said i don't want to make blanket statements towards that because every state is different so you you should check with your state's department of health services department of health and human services to see whether or not you qualify for additional financial assistance so now let's just go back to the base case and and now we're talking it is now let's just call it in the months just prior to April 2019 well you do have the right to select any Medicare Advantage plan okay and that is very good for you because that means that you can have both additional health benefits as well as prescription drug benefits, and thereby not being subject to any late enrollment penalties now depending on where you live there can be many Medicare Advantage plans, Medicare plans available. You're going to have to check with a person or you know sometimes a senior center has services to be able to do this. My professional firm specializes in this, but the main point here is that you if you select a Medicare Advantage plan that includes prescription drug benefits. You can not only have the extra benefits that all Medicare Advantage plans must have because they are regulated and approved every year, but in addition to that, you will also avoid the Part D late enrollment penalty. Let's say that you say, okay, I don't wanna deal with Medicare Advantage plans. Or I don't want to deal with networks and the moving language of copay, coinsurance, deductibles that deal with Medicare plans, which is true. That is inherent. That is exists in all Medicare Advantage plans. Now, today again is not financial advice of any sort. You can read and maximize your Medicare why you may want to make a selection on top of what Medicare A and B provide. Now there can be an exception here meaning that you can see here that don't miss the Part D selection which is that because of the fact that you have the Part D late enrollment penalty which would start beginning on August 1st 2019 in this example you can choose any Part D plan and that is allowable when you first become eligible for Medicare and remember that that period is going to end on July 31st of 2019. Well, some persons, depending on if you have served in the military, can be eligible for VA drug benefits. And you may have read, may have heard that those drug benefits can be very, very good when compared to the price of medications under Medicare under Part D standalone prescription plans. And again here, I encourage persons to at least check if SSDI is your only source of income, depending on what that actual level is, you may be able to get financial assistance called under the program called extra help. And that is the name of the federal program itself, extra help it used to be called limited income subsidy LIS those are two terms that are interchangeable last point here last couple of points here and then we're going to end which is can you get Medigap when you have Medicare on before the age of 65 under SSDI the answer is maybe meaning that the different states have different regulations here. There's no way to generalize. I've seen every shade here. Every variation exists. So here are a couple. First of all, some states require a carriers to allow enrollment. Okay. So that can exist. That is not necessarily a federal rule. That is a state rule. Okay. In addition to that, Certain carriers may allow enrollment, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be accepting enrollments at the best price point. So I have seen this as much as 200 $300 more a month than when a newly turned 65 year old premium. So let's just say you're 61, and your older sister is 65 her your older sister's premium can be 110 dollars yours can be hundreds of dollars more a month so that is up to you again this isn't financial advice but yes is it possible and that's not to say that also that it's totally pointless because depending on what your medical situations are that the cost of your known healthcare needs may dictate to you that the 200 extra dollars a month may be worth it. Again, I'm not there. I don't have those set of facts that apply to you. So I can't make that determination from here. Certainly not off some YouTube video. That is for you to determine. I'm just saying that depending on where you live, you can check to see what the regulations say to see whether or not Medigap is available to you that can be the case in certain circumstances now the last point I'm going to end and this will be the final point for the video really which is that let's say you're now 61 and you've been on SSDI as well as Medicare Advantage when you turn 65 you have what I call the second bite of the apple. All, all, of the open enrollment consumer rights that a 65-year-old person has, those reapply to you. That means the powerful implication of that means that you can apply to Medigap as if you had no medical history whatsoever, meaning that carriers must allow you into their plan, Medigap plan, at the lowest possible price. Now you have to be careful here because when you see the second point which says Medigap open enrollment rules apply, that also means that that has an expiration date which is after the time you turn 65 and a half, then carriers can deny your application. This is very important, why? Because after that period of time, then the carriers can evaluate your application and they're going to ask you medical questions. One of those questions can very easily be, did you qualify for Medicare due to disability? So you can connect the dots the probability of you being accepted after that 65 and a half year old period, that Medigap open enrollment period is over, the probability of you getting accepted from that point is going to be more difficult. That's just common sense. We don't need to know anything about insurance, right? What we know is that we had a history and now they have the right to look at your history. Your history reads social security disability insurance benefits. So if this is a path you're going to want to choose people should look at least check the options and maybe at the end of the day you're still determined well the financial situation doesn't allow. Okay that's totally fine. Maximize your Medicare is written solely so that people can understand the rights and options that you have, so that you can understand the financial choices that you're making. It's okay to take, make a financial choice intentionally. What I'm trying to prevent, what this video is for, what the book is for, newsletters for, is to not take unintended financial risks. MaximizeYourMedicare.com is the website for the book. There's a free newsletter you can sign up there. You won't get advertisements. This is other ways that people have seen me in public. You can reach out to me. That's the website for my professional services firm. Please subscribe to this channel on YouTube.